Around the pandemic, I started noticing something weird happening, weirder than all the other weird things that were happening at that time. I'll read you a couple of examples. In Minnesota, those without BIPOC status, which is uh, Black, Indigenous, people of color, will be deprioritized in receiving monoclonal antibodies. This was in 2021 from City Journal. So an affluent Asian American would be prioritized over a poor Lebanese immigrant with the same health condition. So this is actual systemic racism, which is the thing we were trying to avoid in the medical system. Then there are other similar stories. Google is setting hard caps on how many white and Asian students universities can nominate for a prestigious fellowship a policy that likely violates civil rights law and could threaten the federal funding of nearly every elite university in the U.S. This is also from 2021. And just now, Pfizer's Breakthrough Fellowship, that's the name of the program, offers college students multiple internships, a fully funded master's degree, and several years of employment at the pharmaceutical giant. It also restricts applications to black slash African-American, Latino slash Hispanic, and Native American students. These programs are wild, wildly illegal. This is actual systemic racism being put in. And it seems like these policies would be slaughtered in the legal system. In fact, well before this stuff was happening, in May of 2019, I tweeted, the funny thing about civil rights is that everyone is supposed to get them equally. Forthcoming lawsuits will likely bear that out, as with the Asian applicants versus Harvard. New York City will be the same. Or just see net population outflows as it has. All of these things have happened. People have been leaving New York. Now, at that point, I wasn't uh, specifically anticipating the pandemic. Asians, you've noticed, they've been on both sides of this uh, discrimination. On one program, they were included in getting the vaccine. And then in this other program by Google, they were excluded. So it's very convenient to define the lines as you wish and also utterly unfair and likely illegal. The legal part of this has been coming true. This is from NBC News. Jury awards $10 million to former executive who said he was fired because he's a white male. David Duvall had claimed that he was fired without cause as the company sought to promote diversity, which Novant Health, where he used to work, denies. And then old white guy can move forward with workplace bias suit against AT&T. Judge Cannon concluded, in essence, that AT&T's company-wide initiative to hire, support, and promote employees who are not white men gave rise to plausible allegations of discrimination by a 58-year-old white man. We're going to see a lot more of this. Uh, Civil rights go for everybody. There is a flaw in this matrix. Let me read you another headline, which On the surface, may not seem related, but oh my God, is it related? And it exposes how this whole thing will play out. This is from The Hill, which is a pretty centrist uh, political site. A 
a survey found that 34% of white students who applied to college falsely claimed that they were a racial minority on their application. And by the way, these are the ones willing to admit it. Most students, 48%, claimed to be Native American on their application. 77% of white applicants who lied about their race on their application were accepted to those colleges. It worked. It worked. They lied and it worked. Now, this gets even crazier. This this is mind-blowing. This is from Princeton.edu. Princeton University has offered admission to 1,498 students for the class of 2025. 68% of U.S. citizens or permanent residents in the admitted group self-identified as people of color, including biracial and multiracial students. 68% of the incoming class. This is mind-blowing. This system, it turns out, that they've created, this incentive system, is self-correcting. The flaw in the matrix is that anyone can self-identify. So white people, just like all people, see what the rules are and try to work the system to their advantage. And this is sheer genius for the universities and corporations that have done this too. Because they were all talking about how they're struggling with their diversity numbers. Guess how those diversity numbers get fixed? By manufacturing minorities. They literally manufactured minorities by creating these rules and then on the sly allowing everyone to self-identify as they wish. So essentially, they've bumped up all of their stats without changing a thing. They didn't have to change a thing. This is genius. This is devious, evil genius. This is Dr. Evil level genius. It's brilliant. Whatever you think of this morally or in terms of policy, it is genius. Now, I don't know if they knew it was going to play out this way, but I have a feeling they might have suspected it. They just fixed all their metrics. It is wild. So Princeton found a way to exercise whiteness. And I'm not talking about putting it on a Peloton. I'm talking about the exorcist. You know, they got rid of whiteness, but not really. So now everyone can be Rachel Dolezal except Rachel Dolezal. She disappeared off the face of the earth. Who knows where she is? She could be in a frozen tundra somewhere or in some Chinese Uyghur work camp, or maybe she was shot into space in one of Elon Musk's old cars. No one knows. No one can ever find her, but it doesn't matter because Princeton University is full of Rachel Dolezals. We made more and we'll keep making more as long as the rules are retarded. And throughout all of this, keep in mind, No minorities were actually helped. No people who were struggling socioeconomically were actually helped. No one instituted a program of actual fairness to help people achieve more. None of that happened. All that was done was cosmetic. It was the same thing as Rachel Dolezal getting braids or whatever she did to look black. And everyone's in on it. Wink, wink. Get it? This is our new inclusion system.
it's being passed off as some sort of fairness, but it's not. And here's where it probably will end. Although these days, it's hard to say for sure. These programs have a natural endpoint. And that natural endpoint is genetic testing. That's the only way to show that people truly are who they say they are on their applications. And when we get to that point, when we drive headfirst into eugenics, which is essentially what this is, I'm wondering if we'll wake up. I wonder if we'll actually say, hey, we're doing something crazy now. Or we'll just keep plowing ahead because it sort of makes sense. We're the good guys. The good guys aren't sampling your blood to see if you're BIPOC. They're just offering opportunity or maybe trying to create a program to help single mothers educate their children. That's what real help is. This is a Frankenstein monstrosity and everyone is in on it. That's it for this episode. Hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget, share it with others. Sign up on patreon.com forward slash McFuture to support the show. And I will see you next week on the McFuture.